this is a beautiful, beautiful, windy day, all right, in the windy part of Oklahoma City. I'm J.D. Farrell, half of your hosting body. How are you doing, Stephen? Coming from New York City, I'm Stephen Merriweather. I'm doing great. How are you, J.D.? I'm doing pleasant, getting over some stressful things in my life, but besides that, I'm ready for Fargo Watch Party. I'm excited to get started. You you have a you have a nice patch on your arm. I do. Today. I do. I want to let it tell the folks what that's about. Yeah, your boy has got his first COVID shot. I'm or woo, woo. vaccine. I'm vaccinated. Woo, fifty percent. That's not how that works, but yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm still like ninety percent of it. Honestly, the last the second shot only does an extra like five percent. Yeah, uh, according to the, according to the latest CDC guidelines, you are fully vaccinated two weeks after your second shot. Okay. All right. So in five weeks, I'll be fully vaccinated. Yeah. Should have just got the J and J, honestly. No, I don't want the J and J. I want that. You want that Pfizer? You want that Pfizer? I got that. I got that top tier. Yeah, you did. It's it's a good vaccine. I, I would like a Pfizer or Moderna. Definitely. We'll see. New York's not going to roll it out to about mid July. No, actually, they're saying that by the end of the month, they're opening it up for everyone. What? Como's trying to win That's, that voter base back. Is that what's going on? Well, he's he's quickly losing. It. <laughs> he's quickly, quickly losing it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, it might be end of the month. It might be mid-April. But I think it. from what I'm hearing on Twitter, it's going to happen pretty soon. Oh, all right. Good luck. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, me too. You ready to do this? Okay. Episode nine. The penultimate episode of Fargo season one. Gosh, it's about a one of the worst episodes of the season by far. It was a bad episode. Yeah, um, I don't know if it was the worst episode of the season. Not the worst. We should maybe maybe after season one is done, we should have like a full season recap. Yeah, that's what we're we're doing. Uh, that's what episode eleven is. We're actually recapping the season, our thoughts, favorite characters, things like that. Okay, okay, that sounds good. Um, so I don't know if it was the worst episode, but it was a pretty bad episode. Um, but Lester's back. <sighs> The old Lester is back. The man I've fallen in love with is gone. So at the, at the end of last episode, um, we see Lester in Vegas accepting his Salesman of the Year award. Um, he, him and his wife, Linda, are going to the elevator to, to go upstairs. Um, you see uh, a, a, a pretty little woman in a cocktail dress give him sort of a look. He thinks to himself, Oh, I'm high on life right now. I should send my wife to bed and I'm going to take her. I'm going to sleep with her tonight. So he, he makes up some ruse about wanting a nightcap. Uh, he sends his wife to bed. He goes over to the bar. He's just eyeing this girl. The girl's eyeing him back and forth. He has this big national salesman of the year award up on the bar. And then he hears his voice that he remembers and he turns around and it's Lauren Malvo. Lauren Malvo is in Vegas with him. 
and the same hotel and the same bar and the episode ends with uh this this scene of them two together f- for the first time and at this point a couple of years yeah so and and my prediction at the at the end of last episode was Malva Wrong. was there for a reason. Sorry. Malva was there looking for Lester and that turned out not to be true. Yeah. That turned that out. That made me happy. True. Knowing as soon as I figured out that he was just like, What the fuck are you doing here, Lester? Go away. I was just like, Yes. Wrong prediction. <laughs> Not that I got any right. Wow. Not that I got any of them right. Wow. But I was like, wow. I just didn't think it was coincidence. Like I was telling you, I just didn't think it was, like my I guess prediction was that it wasn't a coincidence that it just so happened. You can't you, you can't take the opposite of my prediction. But but the but we it wasn't by like me trying to go opposite of you. I just didn't think it was coincidence. You did think it was coincidence. And and yet it was the opposite. So I, I think there's a rule of not taking the opposite of the other person's. I, sure. Okay. That's uh, why I didn't say I was right. Did I say I was right? I was just saying. No. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you very clearly, loudly explained how I was wrong. I did. I did. I, with pride. Um, I'm pre- so I'm pretty sure this. So this episode starts by um, we're we're back in uh, we're back in the the bar I think no no this episode starts uh, over in uh, whatever the dentist oh, in in say what um, Malvo's in, in Kansas in someone's City. teeth Kansas City that's right I thought it was yeah, like a flash right. flashback like a decade before at first yeah so so yeah we this you're totally right the the episode starts with this person in like a doctor's chair and a, and a dentist chair and um malvo is he looks like a dentist he's operating in this person's mouth um i i wasn't sure what was going on like you i thought maybe this is a flashback he he looked older because his hair had turned silver mm-hmm. so i thought maybe he's done maybe he like you know he he narrowly yeah. escaped death and like he just get, he just retired um, you see, uh, him, there's, there's another guy who works at the dentist's office who they're becoming friends with, uh, he's becoming friends with, um, he, uh, there's this sort of dinner party that's, that's going on. Um, we meet Malvo's fake wife or fiance, uh, wife. fiance, fiance. Um, and this whole time I'm thinking, wow, Malvo like moved on. I, I, I couldn't believe it. But Malvo, Malvo moved on. Um, he has this wife. He's he's playing this like really great character. Uh, Reminds me of someone not else I know. Asking. I'm just kidding. Who? <laughs> I was joking. I was poking fun at you. <laughs> Get out of here. He's not asking for anything, but he's agreeing for to everything. Um, so he's just like, you tell me. Like, ha ha ha. What does he say? He's like deuces. Is it? He has a, he has a phrase after after every one of his little like, quips. He's like deuces. Um, he's corny. That's all I know. <laughs> um, his his fiance and completely believes that he that he loves her. Well, she's a gold digger. Uh, like, sh- sure. Sh- I don't I don't know if she is or not. 
I don't know. I, I think I think it's mutual. I guess that's my fault. I think any woman who's dating someone half their age is a gold digger. So that's that's my fault. Yeah, that's your own biases coming through. Yeah. Um, or daddy issues. And oh my god, we quickly learn that Malvo's new dentist friend has a brother that's in witness protection. And then it all comes together at that exact moment. Like, oh, Malvo's playing them all. He's going after the brother. He's he put on this big ruse so he he could find his way into con into close contact with his brother who's in witness protection. See, I was we'll find out a little bit later, but I thought he was looking for the brother or friend too, but then there was a hundred K bounty on him, the dentist as well though. So then I was a little was there? remember when he will get to it, but when the dentist is when he does to the other dentist, what he does to the dentist, he's like, I forfeited that hundred thousand dollar bounty on his head. Oh, I, I, I interpreted that differently, but we'll, we'll get there. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, um, uh, the, 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 the Malvo's new friend, the dentist guy's like, you and my brother would totally get along. He's a witness protection. I shouldn't do this. We shouldn't even be talking to him, but we do. You would love him. Y'all two would be so cool together. Like, let's meet. Yeah. yeah. So, so they they meet the brother in Vegas. Uh, they're going to Vegas to meet the brother, um, and that's how Malvo ends up at this dinner table in this bar in this hotel um, with his fiance and his dentist friend and his dentist friend's wife. Um, and they're just chatting and, and Malvo's in character. He's on a job and he's, he's just chatting with this guy and, and trying to just, you know, continue to be friendly, continue to like be interesting and cool. Um, so that he can eventually meet this guy's brother. And that's when Lester notices him. So. Lester gets gets the courage, gets the guts. This new Lester we love in this slick black suit looking like men in black, but oh, Lester White. And goes over and he's just like, oh, hey, Malboy. I couldn't believe that's what he did. I know. Just I, th- I thought he was going to run. I did too. I thought he was going to run. But he walks over and is like, hey, remember me? Mm-hmm. Bemidji, Lester, and Igard? Yeah, Just, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Malvo's like, who, who are you, buddy? Huh? You got the wrong guy. <laughs> like trying to play it off. Like, I don't know this guy. And Lester's like, huh? What, what you talking about? And Malvo keeps denying it. Like, I don't know you. And everyone's confused what's happening. And then Lester, well, then they start to get up. They're going to go upstairs, I guess, have a couple drinks in the hotel. And Lester's like, follows him and he he does the old, the new Lester he's just like the old Lester he would have let this go but the new Lester's not gonna be ignored he he wants to be acknowledged that this hitman who killed the sheriff killed his bully and had him almost kill his wife he wanted him to acknowledge his existence that's what I'm like what is Lester trying to get out of this I I yeah. agree I agree so he's he's like you know, badgering Malvo and his, his new friends at the table. Um, they, like you said, they go upstairs to, to have a drink. 
um, before they leave, you skip this part. Uh, Malvo sort of his 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 party sort of oh, walks yes, away. Right. Malvo right, comes right. back and says, yeah. "Lester, drop it." Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get in the elevator or walk away, walk, walk away, away, Lester. That's what it was. Yeah, walk away, Lester. Yeah. Walk away, Lester. Um, and so Malvo and his party get in the elevator. The door is closing. And then you see Lester's arm that's shoot. Right. That's right. That's right. Like, oh uh, my God, Lester! Th- who is this guy? Yeah, who are, what are you, you doing? <sighs> He's a like. Remember who he is. Yeah, you're you're a national salesman of the year. Good for you. <laughs> good, good for you. Um, you framed your brother for your murder. Good for uh, you. This only a year ago, buddy. Like, golly. Um. And, and then they're all in the elevator together. And like you said, Lester says, the old Lester would have walked away, but not the new Lester. Not the new Lester. Um, and Malvo is still trying to like play it off. Um, and then finally, after maybe 15 or 20 seconds, Malvo says, you really want to do this, Lester? And oh, I love that. He just keeps saying it over and over again. Do yeah. you really want to do this, Lester? And just like tilts his head a little bit, yeah. just like gives him like deep stare, like com- keeps eye contact the whole time. Never his his Malvo's Malvo's new friends are like, "What's going on? Calm down! Like, what are you doing? Calm down!" And the whole time, he, Malvo's just maintaining eye contact, getting louder. Do you really want to do this, Lester? <laughs> and then finally, Lester says, "Yes." Oh, like what? What? What do you want to do, Lester? What do you want to go back to the life you had? Like what? Oh my God! Uh, and it, I, nothing good can come from this, Lester. His whole life would have been different if he had just said no. If he had just walked away, not not from your like high school bully. That's yeah, one thing. That, yeah, but not. He's a hitman. He's, you know who he is. You, he's murdered. Uh, he almost got you wrapped up in murder for life because you did murder someone. He, ha- like. you, you met this man at a hospital, and he said, uh, "If you don't want me to kill him, don't say anything." You didn't say anything, and then he turns up dead. The man y'all were talking about turns up dead, and then he shoots the sheriff in your house. No remorse. Nothing like you, you call him and you tell him you just killed your wife and his response is Lester. Have you been a bad boy? (laughs) Like this man's different. And he says, do you really want to do this? And Lester says, yep. Yep. Yes. Mm. It gets worse though. You thought that Because at least, okay, he just wanted to show you, like, Lester, you don't intimidate me. I don't give a fuck if you're here. Like, you're not going to stand in the way of me. But the next thing Lester does is just makes me hate Lester just so much (laughs) more. Tell the story. Oh, man. Then Malvo, he, he knows. He's like, all right, it's a hotel. There's no cameras in here, so... I'm going to just take them downstairs to the basement. There's an incinerator or dumpster. I forgot which. And we'll just dispose of these bodies. Boom. Move on with my life. Job done. I lost the 100K bounty. 
these people are in and out of my life. But oh, that that was not what I thought was going to happen. Well, so, once they got down to the bottom, you didn't think that was going to happen. No. So so I thought so. As soon as Lester said yes, Malvo says okay, and he shoots everyone in the elevator. Yeah. Oh, I thought you sh- told everyone that. No, I, I didn't say that. So he shoots Sorry. everyone in the elevator. My bad. Um, this is when Malvo says there was a hundred thousand dollar bounty. I lost it. Like I was in this for six months, and mm-hmm. now it's gone. Um, and at that more at that point, I thought that Malvo was talking about that guy's brother, like. He was, he was, he was, you know, he was standing, he, he stood to collect six, a hundred thousand dollars. Um, and now he's going to lose that amount of money because Lester blew his cover. I feel like a hundred K for a guy in witness protection is kind of low. I feel like the friend of that guy is a hundred K is a lot of money. I mean, even in those six, I don't know for someone in witness protection. Cause that means for the government to pay you, you know, government assistance for the rest of your life, protect, like you had to fuck up some people who really doing some shit. I don't know. I mean, he, he did some crazy stuff for a million dollars from Stavros. He did a simple, I mean, you, okay, we don't need to go back into the killing <laughs> the guy again, but it wasn't that hard. Like he just, he was hired to do a different job. He just shifted it to do a different job. Oh, and then, come on. He, he, I, he put this, the, it was like a two day job plagues on him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, did, but, yeah, he did. So, so he he puts the elevator to the basement, and he's like, "Lester, help me carry the bodies to the dumpster." Um, and had Lester said yes, had Lester helped him, that's what I, I'm asking. I thought he would have just killed Lester right there. Why? And dumped him. Uh, Lester because is bad collateral for doing some shit like that. Yeah, he got in the way. That's what, but that's only because Lester got like Lester did a Lester. I guess you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Lester was walking away from that. And so, and he he understood that. Lester understood that. So when he when the elevator opened to the basement floor, he just ran. No, he tried to hit him with his trophy. Uh, he tried to hit him with his trophy. Um, I. I that probably didn't even cause a bruise. Yeah, yeah it just like <laughs> pissed him off. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then he runs, um, and then he runs upstairs and he's like, Linda, we have to go right now. Get your stuff. His wife's like, it's the middle of the night. What are you talking about? And he's like, no, now let's go. Um, and so they sneak out of the hotel and they drive back to Bemidji or do they drive all that? They must fly. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they drive and fly and I guess their car is parked at the airport cause then they. Have, they're back in their car driving back home. Yeah, they're back in their yeah. car, back in Minnesota, driving home. No Uber. No Uber, not, not in 2006. <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, we have to get away. Like, Or like, you've always been wanting to get away. Like, now is a better time than ever. Let's just get away. Like, Let's get away. Let's get away. Because he, he knows he can't just go home and everything's fine again. Malvo's going to be looking for him. I don't know why he thinks if he goes on vacation for a week and comes back, then everything will be fine. Well, no, he was saying we may never come back. Like you're, you're willing to just give up your life just like that. It's Lester. That's exactly. Sheesh. Yeah. I don't, I guess. So 
and they decide on Acapulco. That's the yeah. They're going to Acapulco. Um, Lester, uh, I guess, is is also a travel agent because he he like uses his work to get tickets, and so I think he's part time insurance salesman, part time travel agent, or something. In Bimaji, um, you got to be versatile. Okay. I mean, you can't be national salesman of the month if you're not selling multiple products. I agree. I've got connections. Yeah. Um, and and you, I think this is the first time we see they drive by and you see Nygaard Insurance. He has his they own storefront. How in a year did he buy the ins- Maybe that's what he did with the investment he got from. Oh, from his wife's death. From his wife's death, he just bought the insurance the company insurance and like yeah. got rid of that other man and him and his wife ran it. Yeah, maybe. Um, it looks nice. Like the outside yeah. of the building looks fresh. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so they're they're packing. He's like, let's leave tonight. Let's go. Let's go. His wife is flustered, but is just sort of going along with it. Um, and then there's a knock at the door and it's Officer Molly. Of course, she's best friend. She's in everything, and he's like, and and she she tells Lester that there's been, um, there was a, a, a shooting in Las Vegas at the same hotel that he was at. Um, did he see anything? They want to question him. Um, he he's like, you know, didn't see anything. Like now's not a good time. I'll come to the, the police station in the morning. Like goodbye. Um, Lester's wife comes over, um, and, and Molly tells her what happened and Lester's wife was like, Oh no, I don't know what's going on. And Lester's trying to close the door. She's trying to get Molly to leave because he knows Molly is no good. If Molly's in on it, he's going to get caught because he, she's just always, if not one step ahead of him or, or one step behind him, the exact same pace as him. Um, and I don't, and, and then Molly, who's now pregnant that we, we learned from, from last episode says that her bladder is the size of a penny. Can she come in to pee? I don't think she actually had to. I think that was just a tactic that she used to get inside. That's you're thinking too much into, I think because she just, I think it's just, I mean, maybe you are right, but she's eight months pregnant. She is, and, but I, I don't know. I, I think I think Molly just knows how to how to play the game. I think if she was a better cop than that, she'd be in the FBI with Budge and Pepper. But well, Budge and Budge and Pepper don't don't end up too well. Um, um so she comes inside. Uh uh she we see that him she, we see Molly sitting on the couch questioning Lester and his wife. Um, and, uh, Lester's wife lies on I was Lester's gonna, I, behalf. I hated that. I was like, so, this. I love that. T- tell, tell, tell the, tell the listeners what happened. Well, uh, I mean, okay. It's, uh, Molly's questioning about the whole event. She's like, so Las Vegas police, they says you were in the elevator with the people and Lester's like. Uh, yeah, I was in the elevator, but they were alive when I left them. And so he covered that aspect. And then Molly goes, okay, Las Vegas, it shows that you, uh, change your tickets for an earlier flight. 
And Lester was just flustered. He's trying to come up. Okay, okay. Why did we change our flight? Why did we change our flight? It's like pausing for maybe five, ten seconds. And that's when the wife steps in and says, oh, that was me. I just yeah. wanted to come home so early. And I'm like. Well, I love that. But why? Because she, she didn't question it after. She just she lied for her husband. That, that was interesting. She, she just lied for her husband and said it was me who wanted to come home early. I was getting homesick. So we got the soonest flight out. And Molly was like, okay. And that was it. I, I think she knows that something's up. I think Lester's wife knows that something's up. And um, she's just sticking up for her husband. Well, I guess she doesn't have well, <laughs> she, she doesn't what? have time. To, well, because you said she knows that something's up. And I was like, she doesn't have time to figure out what's up. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> That's mean. Well, she, do, she does. That's mean. Well, that's Lester's fault. Lester's, uh, you knew it was going to happen. We all knew. We all oh, knew. Oh, God. Oh, but God. As soon as I, he I said, cannot believe that happened. Said, I cannot. <laughs> it's cold out. Why, why don't you wear mine? <laughs> and then he even put the hood on. He even took that. Oh, like, my God. He knew. Yeah. He knew. Oh, just God. Just ducks in the car. He's just like, I'm not even going to run off. I'm going to just wait here. Oh, God. God. Lester. Um, so, uh, next scene, uh, Malvo is back in Bemidji. He's driving um, like a, a red BMW or, yeah. or something like that. Why are you doing that in a small town? Yeah, I don't know. Um, a car that stands out. Um, yeah. he, he shows up to lose coffee, which is Molly's. Wait, right yeah. before that, he drives right by Gus, the postman. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, so Gus is, is driving his, his, his car as a, as a new certified postman. Um, and Malvo just drives right past him. And, and Gus gets a glimpse of the inside. Doesn't quite get a good, gl- a good enough glimpse to know what's going on. Um, but enough of a glimpse to start questioning, is that who I think it is? Yeah. Um, Malvo shows up at Molly's dad's uh, little coffee shop um, or diner, I guess. Um, and he, the diner's empty. He uh, he goes up to the to the to the tabletop um, or the bar top, and um, he orders a piece of pie and some coffee. Um, immediately, Molly's dad knows just doesn't like something about him um he's not from around here molly's dad knows that just doesn't like something about him um they they start making small talk back and forth um but every every question or every everything malvo says molly's dad responds hesitantly um uh, and then, then finally malvo says you know i'm an old friend of lester um just goes I, yeah i went by his old place and he's not there um you know where i could find him um and and molly's dad just says you know if you if you give me your number i'll tell him to call you whenever i see him again um and and mavo is like okay like this isn't gonna happen he walks out I thought he was going to kill him. Like, I'm like, why would you even let him live? Like, he's just like Malvo, this guy. Malvo is not a killer like that. I guess he doesn't like to kill random people. Yeah, he but doesn't he, kill him. 
He did I talk about him previously working in the police force, and why didn't he kill him? Because he was a former cop. He did, but I don't, I don't think Malfoy has anything against people. Just people who get in his way. Um, the scene right before this, I, I skipped over. Um, Malvo first drives to Lester's old house. He uh, oh, yeah. he has his gun in his like trench coat. He steps outside. Uh, there's a little boy playing out in the front yard, and he says, "Go get your dad," <laughs> thinking that that's Lester's son. Yeah. Although the boy is like four years old, yeah. and this was a year ago or a year and a half ago, but he's like, "Go get your dad." Um, this random guy steps out. He's about to shoot him. If it's Lester, he was going to shoot him on his porch. Um, and it wasn't Lester. And he says, you know, oh, I'm an old friend of the guy who used to live here. Do you know where he go, where he went? And, and then the guy who currently lives there is like, oh, yeah, he was a nice guy. Um, he moved out, you know, so and so months ago. Uh, there is no forwarding address. So I don't know where he's at. So that's when Malvo recoup, regroups and goes to the, to the diner and tries to find more information. Um, and the, I think the most intense part of this scene was that uh, Agent Budge and Ugh. Agent uh, uh, Pepper from the FBI are coming to Bemidji because um, they know that Molly has some evidence uh, in in regards to Lauren Malvo, and they just wanted to talk to her about it. Yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, they they all decide to meet at her dad's coffee shop. And so Molly is on her way to her dad's coffee shop or to her dad's diner. Um, I thought at that moment Molly was going to see Malvo in the diner and then die. Of course, she goes to the back, not the front. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought they were going to. Oh, up. and die. You think and, and she was going to well, die? Because as soon as Molly sees Malvo, she's going to try to arrest him. She's going to shoot. No, she's going to try to arrest. That's why when there was the firefight um, a few episodes ago, she was like, hands up, hands up. Um, So and and Malvo wasn't about to be taken to jail. Like, uh, and he's got all sorts, you know, he's got all sorts of weapons on him. So. Um, but you know, at Malvo's sort of done with, with her dad, um, he only takes a couple bites of pie, doesn't finish his coffee, but he, he went there to, to find more information, couldn't find it. Um, so he gets up and is walking out the door. And as soon as the front door closes, Molly opens the back door and comes in. Um, as soon as Malvo steps into his car, the two FBI agents pull up into the driveway. Well, get out of their car. They're parked. But literally the second he gets in, they get out. They get out and it's just perfectly timed. And Malvo barely misses them. And Malvo, like they wouldn't probably have recognized Malvo, but Molly definitely would have. And she was the one who, as soon as he walked out of the back front door, she walked in the back door. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and, and they just, they just missed her, just missed him. And next is when, is that when Malvo and I mean the FBI agents and, uh, Molly go to see Bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
so <laughs> Mo- Molly Molly has these FBI agents um, uh, in in sort of the basement of the police station. Um, she's showing them her crazy board, um, uh, and um, and and so so Bill goes down. He hears that there's FBI agents there. He goes down to meet them, and. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry she showed you this. This is nothing. She's, this thing's she's been crazy. giving me nightmares. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this thing's been giving me nightmares. Like, don't, don't, don't fall into this. And they're basically, and then the two FBI agents are like, what are you talking about? This is, this is amazing. This is gold. Like, she's figured this case out. And, Bill, and then just Bill's, connects the dots. Like, you don't care that he met this person on the exact <laughs> day. But, and he's like, well, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was really good. And then what ha- do, do they go somewhere after that? Or is it just, does that scene end after? I think that, that scene just ends. I think that's it. They're just like, oh, yeah, they just say we need to stay a couple more days. Is there a motel we can go out? We're going to yeah. like bring some people to really investigate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agent Budge and Agent Pepper are looking to avenge their career. Um, to If they catch Malvo, maybe they can make their way out of the file room. And so they're just going to stay a few more days to sort of figure things out. Yeah, you're right. The thing I want to know is this. This is a legal question, which you may not know the answer to. Can... Lester be tried for a crime that was convicted of his brother? If someone yeah. was wrong. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You just can't be tried for the same thing twice. Like if you already tried and proven guilty, you can't or innocent, not guilty, you can't be charged again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He you can yeah, you can definitely be charged later for sure. Um just statute of limitations. And it's murder, so that never ends. <laughs> I don't think there's a statute. There is, but I mean murder. for other stuff. But yeah, but I don't think there is for murder, um, or from like framing someone else for your murder. Ooh, is that a is that a good against the law? <laughs> so wait, hold on. So if Lester finally gets caught somehow, yeah, and that that would mean that his brother gets released from jail. Wow. Do do you think his wife gets back with him? Oh, I mean, that's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know how you go like a year and a half, two years believing something. Mm -hmm. And then you being told that it's fake. It's it's false. It's not true. You're the, then you're the person who's wrong. Like if you choose and you, no one likes to look at themselves in the mirror and just be like, you were wrong. Does, if, if you're, Chaz, do you want your old life back? The, like, do you go back to your wife who and accused the you of being wrong? Oh my god! I'm just kidding. I just <laughs> fresh start. I I uh, think uh, that is that is. Would I you? Know. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's hard. Love like that. Love, man. The rejection of. From if the, she yeah. if she just completely abandons me in jail, that's hard. So next scene, uh, we're back in Lester's house. Um, uh, Lester goes to his wife, who is now cooking, and and says, "We like let's go." 
um, we should go tonight. And his wife's like, what are you talking about? We just told Molly that we would stay another day um, and, and talk to her. Cause uh, before Molly left, she said, well, don't go anywhere. Cause you know, we'll need to talk to you soon. And he says, Oh, I just got off the phone with the deputy and she says, it's fine to go. So let's just go. Um, so they're getting ready to go. And Lester says, Oh, we need our passports. They're going to Acapulco. We need our passports. It's at the store. Like let's run by the store and, and to go get them. Um, so Lester's driving the car. He drives by the store. He sort of peeks in, doesn't see, see anything inside. Um, pulls around sort of to the parking lot across the street. His wife's like, what are you doing? Why are you parking out here? And he says, oh, you know, it gets icy by the, by the store. And so let's park over here. And she's like, okay. Um, and then he, then they, they're, they're parked. He's staring into the store and he says, oh, you know, I, I think I, I hurt my leg earlier. <sighs> Would you asshole. mind going in for me? Asshole. And right then, we all we yeah, all knew all we know. all knew what was about to happen. Um, so she's like, "Oh, you know, of course, don't worry, I'll go in for you." Um, and as right before she got out of the car, he says, "Wait, it's cold out. <laughs> put on my jacket, my like, red no, don't jacket. make me go. You put on my jacket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look like me. Uh, put on my jacket." And she's like, oh, you're right. So she puts on the jacket. Then he says, wait. He puts his hood on over her head. And he says, great. Now you, now you look perfect. <laughs> and he's, oh. and she, his wife's all smiling. Oh. And she walks into the store. Lester knows what's about to happen, but is in complete self-preservation mode that he oh, yeah. doesn't care about anyone else but himself. And as his wife walks to the sort of back of the store, there's, there's one little light on. She is walking towards the safe. And then you see this figure who we know is Malvo get up. We see the shadow of them two standing next to each other. We see the shadow of the gun. And Malvo shoots his wife in the back of the head. His wife falls. Malvo walks out and Lester is still sitting in his car, shaking, knowing what just happened, knowing, probably thinking to himself, thank God that yeah. wasn't me. Yeah. Not giving a fuck about his wife. Just like, holy shit. I almost died. That's the only thing he's thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. I almost died. That's exactly what he's thinking. Um, and to that, I say Lester's back. The old Lester who's scared and uh, who this bravado he had in the elevator is completely gone and his wife's dead. The second Mrs. Nygaard is dead. Um, I just, yeah. And Ravo walks away thinking probably that he killed Lester. Maybe, maybe he knew that it wasn't Lester. Um, he, he checked the body. We're not entirely sure, but he walks away and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. My assumption was when he did come out lighting the cigarette, like looking, I thought he checked the body and was like, Oh, it's not him. 
So he's like, let me light this cigarette. And he's like, all right, there's too many cars, too many to me to just go through and like start shooting people. So probably that's probably true. I don't know how you couldn't see Lester in his car from that angle, because I'm surprised Lester didn't sort of hide in his car. He was just sitting there. In the well, he did kind of he creeped down a little bit. And then when they showed it from Malvo's angle, you could see there actually was more cars. Of course he creeps down. Of course he creeped down. Oh my God. Yeah. Lesser. It was, yeah. Um, Maybe he'll blame this one on Chaz too. I I just, I I just feel like Lester from the get go could have been, he could have wiped his hands clean of all these murders. If he just had a solid story, He, he got away with it. He got away not, with yeah, it. Yeah, not even that. And he, he got had away. his whole yeah. life. He had you're his right. whole new Bef- life. And he just had to confront Malvo. But you're the reason, you're the one who thought it wasn't coincidence. So maybe he's like, there's no reason it's a coincidence. I'm a Minnesotan. These things are meant to happen. And I'm over here like, no, if this guy almost fucked up my life, but somehow made it so much better, let me just like respectfully decline this invitation to ever see him again. Especially when he tells you to walk away. Yeah. Especially when he tells you to walk away. He gave you multiple chances. He tells you to walk away. You don't do it. He, well, first he's like, I don't know who you are. That's clearly a hint. Then he's like, walk away. You don't do that. Then he gets in the elevator and and he says, do you want to do this, Lester? Just say no. Just get off at the next stop and move on with your life. Like, and and he just he he had he was looking for something he had to he had to get recognition and now his, think, his new wife is dead and he knows thing, Malvo's coming for him he demands respect now and that's the problem sometimes with some people if you demand it and can't back it up like Lester yeah yeah well yeah. that's the episode that's it Next week is the season finale of season one of Fargo. Yeah. Some people are more excited than others. I'm so excited about this next episode. (laughs) Uh, I I can't wait to see the conclusion. I can't, I might watch it twice just so I can really let it soak in. I think I'm going to watch it twice too. Oh, wow. Look at So we're going to do predictions a little different this, this week. I'm just going to ask you, what, how do you think Lester explains this away? His wife is dead in his store. Clearly, Lester's going to need some sort of excuse. This is his second wife that has died in the past year. He, he knows that Molly's after him. Something happened in Vegas that they're trying to tie him to. How do you think Lester excuses this one away? Or tries, at least. Well, my only I have two points of what I think with Lester. I think the first one doesn't make any sense because it's logic. And if Lester was acting on logic, he wouldn't be in this situation to begin with. Okay, okay. let's hear that, that one. Though. But that's just going to the going to Molly and kind of having a fake story of how he knew Mal- Malvo in the beginning. And then you think he admits to knowing Malvo? Yes, that's at this point, that's the cleanest way out of it. Yes, like, that's what I'm saying. That's logic. <laughs> that's logic. If, if you're Lester, you're you realize at this point you're way in over your head. Yeah. 
you are not equipped to deal with this. You, you're, you cannot handle Malvo. You need some help. Logic. And you yeah. bring the police in because you know that they're likely to die before you do. Exactly. Because they're already looking for them. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. I like that. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think either that's, because that's, we that's would, not yeah. something Lester would ever do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said logic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What, what's your what's your illogical prediction? But also very bad at this, and also very smart. I think he should just run as soon as he sees Malvo go the other way. Drive the opposite way and go. Whether it's not to Acapulco, but Florida, go. Just go. Texas. Somewhere. Just yeah. go south. Yeah. Just leave. Just, just leave. leave. Just leave. I don't like. That's what I mean. You don't got your. Even at the same time, though. Malvo walks away. You can run him and get your passports, but we know he doesn't have the balls to do that. Like, yeah. and, and maybe realistically, Malvo would actually be watching the store just to kind of see. But if anything, I'd wait it out a couple hours and then go run in and get your passports and then go. You don't think that the problem with that is like interstate cops are going to be looking like if he just disappears, they're going to think he did it. And so then there's going to be some you know, word out to other police stations and other, you know, police districts that this man driving this car is wanted for murder. Like, you don't, you don't think that happens? You think you can just leave and get away with it like that? I don't think you can in the States. You have to leave the States. Well, but where they can do out a thing the next, but who's going to come into his insurance agent within the next few days? Like that's what I mean. He has a few days to get in driving a few days. You can get somewhere completely different sure. weather from Minnesota to Louisiana, find a cash job. And that's what I mean. You'll have enough cash for at least a month or so to get set up and then figure out how you're going to start making money. Like just get it. Sure. Yeah. You just, yeah, you probably, you probably have a good week head start. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then week head start and then month head start on money. And then you just got to, but Lester also, those are two things. Lester's not actually, those, those things are two different versions of logic Yeah. that he's going to do some shit to get himself even more fucked up. Okay, so if that's two different versions of logic, what do you think actually happens? I don't get Lester logic. He's going to probably stay in Bimiji, which is the last thing I would do. <laughs> and end up going back home at some point, which uh, you never end up, Like, that's what I mean. You don't want to go back home. Yeah. Knowing Lester, he'll probably, like, call Malvo and say, like, <laughs> sorry, like, truce. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can give you $10,000. I have yeah. $10,000 cash. Like, let's just put this behind us. And Malvo's going to be like, sure, buddy. Like, let's meet in person and do this. And Yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what I see happening. All right. Season finale next Woo! week. A Fargo watch party. We're going to keep going for all four seasons. We're not going to stop after season one, but we'll have, we'll have, like you said, episode 11, which is our, our recap of the entire season. Uh, we might do an episode of uh, a Modern Man podcast, also brought to you by the Modern Podcast Network, talking about the first first season of Fargo. Um, I am really excited for the season to end. I am. I am. And I'm Even really more- curious what happens in the next season, where, where it goes. Well, I know FX, I'm, I'm- the show has me hooked. FX has me hooked. I'm more excited to see where we take podcasts in season two, where we elevate it, where we get the segments out. I think it's going to be a lot more fun, honestly. Yeah, me too. I think so too. All right, JD, send us out.
right. Finale next week. Episode 10, Fargo Watch Party, presented to you by the Modern Podcast Network. Woo-woo. Thank you.